0: welcome to the spark to your success. My name's TJ Dow and I believe we all have a bright spark inside. When you find yours and light it up, not only do you light up inside, and that feels amazing, but you light up the world around you, allowing other people to feel that amazing too. What a great gift to give, not just to yourself, but to the people around you. The Spark to Your Success podcast is designed to bring you a little bit of inspiration, a little bit of insight and some positivity into your day. So welcome to this episode for young people and the younger heart. Today's episode is probably that little bit more insight and I hope some inspiration and definitely some positivity. But today, You might think, well, how is that so? When you hear about my subject, today we're talking about telling the truth. No, actually, that was a lie. We're not talking about telling the truth. We're talking about not telling the truth, i.e. telling lies and the impact that telling lies has. Big fat lies, little white lies, one-off lies, an intricate web of lies. premeditated or off the cuff lies doesn't really matter because they're all all lies, right? as Gary King would say, there's no such thing as an inconsequential lie. there is no lie that does not deplete the quality of your life and Gary King very well known for his work around the power of truth, so do google him and look him up. Uh, Very well known for his work. There is no such thing as an inconsequential lie. So the reason that I'm exploring this topic today is because it's been a consistent theme in conversations that I've been having with parents over the last few months. Parents who are really concerned that their young people are consistently lying about all sorts of things, that it's becoming a habit with their young people. And often, sometimes when it doesn't even seem to be any point in lying, like it's so not a thing that you need to lie about. And yet they're so in the habit of lying that they just can't help themselves, but keep lying. And the last thing any parent or sibling or friend wants is not to be able to believe what someone they care about says. So, That's where we're exploring today. Why are all these young people suddenly feeling the need to lie such a lot? I I want to ask you a question before we begin our exploration. What was the last lie that you told? When was that? When did you last tell a lie? Now, it might seem like nothing to you when you said it and maybe you said it without even thinking and it certainly wasn't intentional, but think about it. When did you last lie and what lie was it and why did you lie? Did somebody ask you, like, how are you? And you said, good, fine, okay. But actually, that wasn't how you were feeling at all. Or you told somebody they were doing a good job, but inside you were thinking, well, yeah, we could have done so much better. Maybe it was you complimented somebody's cooking just to make them feel okay because they put a lot of effort into it but actually it was not that great so, <laughs> with those little lies that we tell hmm was it because you didn't want to upset someone perhaps we're going to look at that in a little minute so why do people lie and how does it become such a habit so the very first time that you tell a big fat lie you get like a whopper or the first couple of times do you know it's so incongruent with who you really are that you really feel that the burden of that the guilt of that the pain of that in your nervous system right you feel bad about it you most even likely feel a bit sick inside that you told it and your heart's racing a little bit and you felt a bit ashamed but it was too late it was already out now you could have listened to your body telling you that was a big sign that it was a bad thing to do and you could have immediately owned up to it and told the truth. Most likely though what happened is you got away with it or at least you thought you did and so now each time you do it or each time you did it after that it doesn't feel quite so bad and your body's saying "Mm, I'm getting used to it It's not quite so incongruent with who you are anymore. In fact, it gets to the point where you don't feel bad at all and that's your body saying, well, that's just who you are. It's not incongruent with your nervous system anymore because you lied so much, it's who you are. You're a liar, you just told another lie. There you go, it's your identity. Is that the identity that you want your body to hold for you? Mm, Think about that for a moment if you were to look at yourself under a microscope, right, put all the cells of your body under a microscope, you would discover that your body is made up of pure energy. You know, your cells that are vibrating at their own frequency. All of those particles of matter is just energy. And our energy affects and infects the people around us. And we have our own innate resonant frequency inside us too. So all of the cells of our body are connected and we are connected to each other energetically. So think about that. Your energy affects and infects the people around you. There is no such thing as an inconsequential lie. They've done experiments where they can take cells out of your body and isolate the DNA and put it under a microscope and watch the impact of you telling the truth or telling a lie having on your your genetics, on your DNA. And they've done that across the world and had that microscope 400 miles from where you actually are. <laughs> and yet your, your genes, your DNA still responds because those cells are still part of your whole. Do you know what? There's what? seven, seven and a half billion people on the planet uh, at whereabout at the moment. 78% of the population resonate at a frequency below the level of integrity. I highly recommend, if you like a good read, then do go and read the work of David R. Hawkins. He wrote a book called Power Versus Force and he has actually done a lot of testing around the vibrations that different things and different people resonate at and so in his map of consciousness when he's measured those uh, that energy 78 of the people on this planet resonate at a frequency below that of integrity so that's a lot of people <laughs> telling a lot of little lies right did you know that this might be a shocking figure for those of you young at heart versus young people. 50% of all married men are having affairs and keeping it secret. 80% of school students, yes, young people, this one's for you, have cheated on tests. And 95% of college students falsify information to get a job. So if you've been applying for jobs, writing your CVs, putting your application forms in, how have you altered the truth, maybe, to tell them what they want to hear so that you can get your outcome? Hmm, falsifying the truth. That's called not being honest. (laughs) Right. Did you know, and these are real statistics, that the average person lies between one and 200 times a day which end of the scale are you on hmm think about that so this whole thing that we to kind of like oh what that didn't count it's a white lie (laughs) really (laughs) a white lie it's a lie or it's a not not a lie it's the truth or it's not the truth it's like (laughs) where did the white bit come from it making make it a pure lie because it's white <laughs> you're blinded by the light so you might not notice that it's a lie like that was just someone who made that up so that they didn't feel guilty about telling the lie it was just a justification there is no such thing really as there is a white lie it's the truth or it's a lie come on let's not kid ourselves So where do you draw the line, though? People ask, well, where do you draw the line? What if my boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend usually says, does this make me look fat? Like, what are you going to say? That's a tricky one, isn't it? That's a tricky one. If your kids ask you, is there really a Santa Claus? Yeah, that's a tricky one. (laughs) So there are some dilemmas in this, aren't there? But every lie has a consequence every lie has a consequence at some point they're going to find out that you didn't tell them the truth and they may not act graciously when they find out so did you know that the work of David R Hawkins in the power versus force as he tested these frequencies these vibrations of energy and one of the things that he did is muscle test people the muscles in your body are made up of cells, of course, and so they will show you what's going on in the rest of the body. So, muscle testing or kinesiology, you know, is a practice and a science in itself. And he noted that there was a correlation between lying and human strength, muscle strength, and demonstrated it on thousands of people. He proved that when you tell the truth, your body stays strong. It's healthy for your body, it makes it stronger. But when you tell a lie, yes, even a little white one, a little fib, that actually it makes your muscles, your body, i.e., there, uh, test weak there is no such thing as an inconsequential inco- lie. It does have an impact on your body. And if you're telling lots of little lies, then that's a compound effect, isn't it? You're conditioning your body to be weak. And we'll look at the physical effects of that and the mental health effects of that in a little while. So muscle testing, have you ever come across it? It is fascinating. And in its basics, is really, really easy to do so you can find somebody and have a little play with this i highly recommend that you do so if you put your arm out in front of you just like at at, at shoulder height and get somebody to put two fingers on your wrist and just as they press down just release just resist just as a kind of like a benchmark feel feel what that feels like just to resist see what the muscle testing strong is and then get that person to ask you your name and as you say your name your real name the truth just get them to press down on your wrist and you just resist that just like you did before and notice that that you test strong and then get them to ask you what is your name and give them a different name not your name in other words not the truth and at the same time, as you say the name that isn't yours, just get them to press down on your wrist, just like they did before, and notice it's much more difficult to keep your arm up. Usually, I do this with the kids, right? It is a, you're your own, have your own inbuilt lie detector. Parents, are you listening? We have our own inbuilt lie detectors. <laughs> you can muscle test your kids or each other to find out are they telling the truth or not. They will always test weak when they're telling a lie. So just beware of that one in case somebody's going to do it to you too when you're playing the game. There is no such thing as an inconsequential lie. So how did it start though, like this telling of lies? Some people say it was a survival technique. It just was a basic survival technique and then the learned behaviour of lying to survive just got reinforced because they did it consistently but Gary will tell the story if you ever get the pleasure of listening to Gary King he says well it begins like this little Mary four years old goes into the kitchen and mum's just baked a whole tray of cookies and they smell absolutely delicious so she takes a cookie mum comes into the kitchen and says Mary Did you just take a cookie off the tray? And Mary says, Yes, I did. And she gets punished for it. (laughs) A month later, Mum baked some cookies in the kitchen and they smell delicious and there they are on the tray. Little Mary comes in, takes a cookie from the tray. Mum comes in and says, Mary, did you take a cookie from the tray? She says, No, I didn't. (laughs) And so it begins... Never, never punish your children for telling the truth. Are you listening? (laughs) Never punish your children for telling the truth. You just made them wrong, made it painful to tell the truth. We want it to be pleasurable when they tell the truth. Thank you so much for being honest. Thank you for telling the truth. That is so important. If you punish them, of course they're going to lie. And so it begins because it's the basics of what, what we do in neurolinguistic programming, isn't it? It's the basis of a lot of the coaching. People will do, are either motivated by pleasure or driven by pain, right? the pain, pleasure thing. So think about it. If you get, ple- associate pleasure to telling the truth, But pain or punishment to lying then you're conditioning people to tell the truth if you that but if you punish them for telling the truth now they associate pain to telling the truth and avoidance of pain by lying you're conditioning the lying in and then the brain will start to look for reasons to make it okay to justify why it was that you told a lie (laughs) so I'll ask you that question that i asked a little bit earlier when was the last time you told a lie and why did you tell that lie how did your brain justify it was it to protect someone's feelings or really underneath that not to protect theirs that's just the rationalization but what you really were doing was protecting your own feelings because it would feel bad if you told the truth or it might lead to conflict and you don't like conflict so you're protecting you not the other person it's always about you or maybe you're lying to meet one of your six human needs people might lie to feel significant or important or they might lie to get certainty or maybe to get attention or connection it's gonna backfire at some point isn't it because Your unconscious mind knows when people lie to you and therefore, (laughs) no, I'm going to say right, and therefore their unconscious minds know when you are lying to them. Lying impacts the body. It does make it weaker. So do go try that muscle testing for yourselves. Uh, I love when I get the chance to do this with young people in terms of, Not only when we tell lies it makes us weak, but also when we take things into our body that are not good for us, it makes us weak as well. So do look into the art of kinesiology. So over time, all of those lies, each impacting every single cell in your body, affecting your physical and mental health as it impacts your nervous system causing anxiety worry stress depression insecurity that's not good for your mental health but also then it's impacting your immune system so you're much more likely in a weakened body in that nervous system to get all the coughs and colds that are going all the tummy bugs all the illnesses and start to develop pains in your body as your muscles become affected and weakened. Lying also impacts on relationships. People know when someone's lying. You know, that's why parents are telling me, my son, my daughter, my young person, I'm really concerned because they just are lying so much about so many things. Yeah, they know because that's, they, they know that you're not telling the truth that's why they're telling me about it and they it causes such tensions in the relationships between parents and and children uh, young people and their brothers and sisters friends young people and their friends intimate relationships because you can't have an open relationship with somebody that you don't trust you know that lack of trust a feeling have to be having to be more cautious around somebody because you can't trust what they may say or do. Nobody wants to be cl- close to somebody they can't trust. And they're like, is it that you can't even trust yourself anymore? <laughs> even worse if you can't even trust yourself. So I have a challenge for you. A challenge that Gary King has been setting for many years all around the world. Right now, look at your watch or a clock, make a note of the time could be a mental note, but make a, mental, make a note of the time. Now, set yourself a goal not to tell a single lie in the next 24 hours. Not one, not even a little white one, right? Not even a justified one, not one single lie. Notice how many times in that 24 hours that you would have told a lie. <laughs> a big one, a small one, a white one, if you like. And ask yourself, why would you have done that? Why would you have done that? And notice what telling the truth feels like instead. I absolutely trust that you'll find it freeing and enlightening, very insightful, even if it was a little bit challenging at first, right? Just interesting to know how many times it will come up in the next 24 hours for you to have to stop yourself and tell the truth instead. So if you are parents listening in or grandparents or teachers you work with, young people, or even just the young at heart, I challenge you to not only do the challenge, but also do share this with other people, share it with the young people in your lives, share it with the other people in your relationships, give them the challenge, do it together. Let's get back to honesty, integrity, the truth, and strength and freedom within that too so you've been listening to me tj dow on the spark to your success podcast until next week be honest bye for now